Hola, bitches. Welcome to North by Nedwest. I'm your host, Emma Platt, and joining me this evening is my life partner. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Egg. He threw me I... with Hola, bitches. <laughs> Either, either I love it. Or, or morning sluts, because I just went screen clean before, and I was like, I want to be. Oh, I did. Good say morning, idiot word. hookers. I love that. I did say naughty word. Put your fingers in your ears. Mommy oh up. My God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, that's th- that's gonna be a new thing. Just going, going like Buenos Dias, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> just like tag, motherfucker. Yeah, basically, you're just going oh, like. But yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the best opening I've ever did. It was, it was, <laughs> so, it was so simple yet so effective. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> um, welcome to episode two of North by Northwest. And um, we kind of have like if any if you can hear anyone, just a little voice in the background. That is my son Freddie. It's half term here. I'm not a negligent mother. Um, so <laughs> he might chime in <laughs> with some little little insights. Um, so tonight's episode is all about books. Oh yes, you thought this was just a movie podcast, but it's not. Um, more specifically, tonight we're going to be covering uh, upcoming book adaptations. Um, and me and Chris are both, at the end of the episode, going to talk about one of our favourite uh, sci-fi horror slash nerdy books that has yet to be adapted for TV and explain why we think it should be adapted and what platform it would be best suited to. Um, so, this year, I mean, okay, let's get it out the way first. We're not going to talk about Harry Potter because, yeah, no. you know, it's, it's, I mean, we might talk about Harry Potter in the future, but tonight it's not about Harry Potter. It's not about the Hunger Games. It's not about Twishite. It's not about <laughs> that other shitty one, Divergent, Allegiance, whatever, anything yeah. like that. This is all, well, I say new. I mean, we're covering it and the mist, which have already been adapted, but, you know, mm. upcoming things. Um, and on that note, let's talk about the fucking abomination that's going to be this new it movie and when i say abomination i don't mean it's going to be awful i mean because there's a clown in it yeah um have say, you read it, it awesome. chris i assume you have <laughs> i have yes so i bought it a few years ago and if you've ever seen it it's massive i got a paperback version and it's, oh, it's huge isn't it's it? like it's like 1500 pages it's oh, massive. it took me I I bought. I mean, I went to the big Stephen King kick about a year ago, mm. and I bought that and the stand at the same time. And yeah, I mean, I'm I consider myself quite an, a proficient avid reader. I read a lot and I read fast. I read. Yeah. I read Harry Potter number five in eight hours. That's fast. Trust that me. Is, that's, that is, that yeah, is fucking that's fast. Good. It took me six weeks to read it because oh it God. is dense. Mm. It's really yeah. dense. Um. And it is, I think it is one of King's better works, except for the orgy. I can't wrap my head around the orgy. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the orgy, actually. Uh, it's, a, it's weird. It's, it's weird. been years since I've read it. So. I only finished it quite recently, but I mean, um, if you are unfamiliar with it, it is about a small town, um, I believe it's Derry, Maine, where Ooh. all King's, most of King's books are set in Maine. Um, and it flicks between the 19, I think it's the 1950s, isn't it, and the 1980s about a group of children who call themselves the Losers Club and the mysterious disappearances of children around this small town. And it's all kicked off by the death of George, who is Bill's younger brother, who is killed in the first chapter um, when he sees a clown in the storm drain. Yeah. 
and nice and I'm pretty nice sure that this is the reason that I'm scared of clowns. There was an adapt, adapt uh, made for TV adapt, adaptation in the early nineties, um, which was split into two halves, and mm-hmm. Tim Curry was was Pennywise to give him his full name. Mm-hmm. Um, I I saw the advert to it. This is this was about the time that I watched Child's Play. So this explains a fucking lot about me. And the Child's <laughs> Play, you can listen to the Child's Play story on Pick a Flick. When one on one episode of Dead Meat, I <laughs> volunteered to watch Child's Play to get over my fear. Um, but my, I walked in and my dad was watching it, and um, there was it was the bit with the flicking through. You know, in the in the book, the flicking through the photo album. And then the pages start moving, and Pennywise climbs up, uh, climbs up the ladder. Oh uh, my god! Yes, it was that yeah. bit, and I oh, shit one. Um, <laughs> I fucking and I bolted into the front room where my little brother was. My mum had gone to bingo, and as I was explaining to him, because I have to traumatize Thomas as well, there was <laughs> I looked, and there was a vent on the wall, and there was this like grey thing coming through it, and I screamed that it was a monster. And I genuinely thought it was a monster. I remember the fear, but what it was, it was like because it was windy. We had an old house, and the winds had blown down the chin- chimney and blew- blown a load of dust out. But I was like, "It's it coming to get me." It was just terrifying. Like, oh my god! The thing as well that it's just called it. It's such a like. Kings does a really good job in this book of just kind of, um, containing such a, a kind of like an art like a. A concept that's not really solid. It reminds me a bit of, and this is because I, I didn't see the mini series or read the book until after I'd seen this. But it reminds me of a lot of like the first evil in Buffy. Yeah, it does, and it is like a primordial, it, yeah, spectre sort of thing. I also, yeah. yeah, and I think I think King writes a lot about kind of like this idea of like an old evil, like um. You know, like in in Angel, there was the old ones, wasn't there? You know, and yeah. there's a lot of references in a lot of horror and sci-fi and think fancy about like the ancient ones, the old ones, the first and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And yeah. King does write about it a lot. And I actually, have you read The Regulators or Desperation? No, do you know I was in Waterstones a little while and I nearly bought them, but weirdly I am reading. Um, he did a collection called The Bazaar of Bad Dreams. <clears throat> I read on the bus to work every morning, and I've genuinely started reading that this morning. Um, and it it features something a bit similar, but no, I've not read those. Um, yet. I read them a couple of years ago, and it depends. On, it, it's the same story told in two different ways, essentially. But depending on which one you read first, that'll be your favourite. And I read the Regulators first, and in it, there's kind of this ancient evil, um, right? That and it keeps saying tack tack and there's a bit in it i'll never forget this where pennywise is talking and he says tack and i always in my head i thought that it and tack from the regulators were kind of like different arms of the same thing if you know what i mean like this yeah kind of great like up, like a cthulhu type underground thing with long reaching st- and the fact that it's like i mean it's it's a child killer yeah it's fucking terrible like the more you think about it it's not like the book itself i didn't find scary but it was it was quite chilling when you think about like these kids are like 10 they're three years older than Mm. my son yeah so to think about like a group of children trying to defeat this this unseen like kind of i'm trying to think of the best way to describe because it it 
manifests itself. I mean, obviously, you know, the iconic imagery of it is the clown. It's Pennywise. And you see that, obviously, in the new trailer. The new trailer's fucking terrifying. Oh, my God, it's yep. awful. It, the bit it, where he starts climbing out the projector. <clears throat> yep. No, the bit with the water. When it comes out the water and its reflection's got no eyes. <sighs> Oh, no, no, terrifying. Yeah. Um, but it, it come and it's like one of them sees it as a leper, and one of them sees it as something else, and you know, it's just, it's just, oh, it's so hard. It's, 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 it's like an amalgam of various kind of horror things because you know when you were saying oh it appears as different things, I instantly thought oh it's like the bogger in Harry Potter, yeah. where it's it's like a manifestation of different fears to different things and if you are right it's been like, like this it's like an arm of like a lovecraftian yeah. ancient thing and it just kind of goes right okay i'm gonna fuck you all up yeah with and, this thing over here and this thing there and it's so. like it, there's no you know there's no purpose to it there's no end game like it's not like mm. it's not like so much that i have to feed or i will get weak and die that's not like there's there's a there's a cycle to it when the kids start researching it isn't that there's um, especially, is it Mike? Mike's writing the book. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's Mike, yeah. He's writing the book, so there is a cycle to it. But it's not like, it's just, it just is. Yeah. And that is like, this kind of like, I, keep trying, I can't think of the words. It's not like, there's no agenda to it. It's not, it's just, it just is. It is yeah. just evil. And I, I know, like, um, I haven't seen the miniseries. I did try and watch it on my fire stick and it came up with a tv show called bong appetite instead oh so <laughs> Fair um, and mike said i can't go watch the new film unless i see the miniseries <laughs> and to be honest right i don't know if i'm brave enough to go watch the new film because it genuinely looks so fucking scary like it looks terrifying and see I, it's been years since I've been so I because I sometimes go and see horror movies and I'll sometimes go see them on my own but I'm not that fussed. But it's been ages since I've seen a trailer that's genuinely like proper freaked me out and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna see you and I might die in the cinema and I'm kind of horribly excited because I'm like, what if it scares me to death? <laughs> Come out with a white streak in your hair. <laughs> I know, but like, but like a, a weird, like, scream smile going, like, ah, this is how I want it to go out. I know. It's, um, <laughs> no, it's, and there was, a, when they, um, they showed the first, like, concept art of Pennywise, I know a lot of people mm. were like, no, he, he doesn't look the same, but I think he looks creepy as, because old clowns are even worse than new clowns. Yes. Oh, God, and yeah. It's Bill Sars, but originally it was going to be, oh, what's his name? He's British boy, the British boy with the eyebrows. Uh, oh God! What's his name? Uh. I swear he's in Son of Rambo. Oh, oh, um, oh God! I'm I know who you mean. I just can't remember the. Uh, not like Freddie Highmore or. No, no, no. Um, um, oh right, I'm gonna Google it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna type in boy actor with eyebrows. Like Will Polt? No, that's not him. It is. Is it? Hang on, boy actor with eyebrows. Will Poulter, it was Will Poulter. Yeah. Oh, cool. I can't All believe right. I typed in boy actor with eyebrows and it was the first one that came <laughs> up. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was supposed to be Pennywise originally. I think it was about oh. two years ago. And now it's Bill Sarsgaard, who is brother to the inhumanly sexy Alexander Sarsgaard. Oh, can we just have a moment of silence for Alexander Sarsgaard? Bitch ain't dead, I just like remembering him. Ah. Oh. 
fucking see. Sad. I just think of it like the 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 promo still from the Tarzan movie. Yeah. Where he's he's yeah. pretty much shirtless, and I'm just like, I could appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, Chris go anyway, up into yes. it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, the first trailer was released, and I've watched it three times, and three times I've jumped out my skin. Mm. Um, it's, and I mean, I I don't know about you. Maybe this is just me. I always kind of get a sense that sometimes when Stephen King, he's, I mean, he's got a huge body of work. I think sometimes it's almost like you get looked down on if you read a lot of Stephen King. Because he's, th- because he's so yeah. commercial. And like I said, I went on a huge Stephen King kick last year. Mm. I read uh, I read The Shining. I read Pet Cemetery, which I've read Pet Cemetery before. And I love Pet Cemetery. I love that book. I read Salem's Lot. I read Doctor Sleep, which I, I really enjoyed Doctor Sleep. That was awesome. I like Doctor Sleep. It's good. I read The Stand. I read Carrie. I read Cujo. I read From a Buick 8. I could not get into the Dark Tower series, then. Right, yeah. So I... <laughs> because I started to think where... If, if there's like a massive long series of books, which is awful, but I do it because I am kind of poor and I can't really afford to do it. Basically, I got hold of the second Dark Tower book, which is where he meets his companions and everything. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But I've only got enough to buy one book, so I just bought the end book and just thought, <laughs> I'll just work, I'll just connect it in the middle. <laughs> which, to be fair, it has worked because I'm someone who loves... Uh, it, it. Like I can have a shit book, but if it has a great ending, I love it. If it's like an ending which is like, yes, this makes sense, it wraps everything up. Was the middle a bit boring? Yeah, right, I can, I can deal with that. I love an ending. Um, but yeah, I got into him in 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 high school, and then I read Carrie, and I, I, I swear there were some people reading it going, "Is is this a good thing?" <laughs> <laughs> like a high school is like just reading Carrie, just like, mm, yes, yeah, blood and prom Carrie, and setting I, fire. <laughs> I want to um, I want to try and read Mister Mercedes because that's meant to be that's yes. meant to be really good, and I've read I mean, off an attendant. I read uh, from Joe Hill. I read Horns, and. I, I've just finished the fireman. I finished the fireman last year, and the fireman is the, was is amazing. the fireman good? Yeah, I've I, always wanted to read the fireman. Oh, uh, it's am- oh, it's amazing. But my mum spoiled the end of it because I, ah. I bought the fireman and another book, which I'm going to talk about later. When I was going into hospital last year, on one of my mm. regular, let's cut Emma open trips, and I was too sick to read them, so my mum read them and then just told me the ending of both of them. Oh my god! <laughs> she's a she's a cow. Um. Oh my god! I'd never. Yeah, you know, see, my mum. She got me into Stephen King. She, because she, my mum my is like a low key. To see her, you wouldn't think of it because she looks very nice and sweet and wholesome. But now nah, she looks. She likes the dark shit. This is where my I get it from. Like my mum's a bit like that, but yeah. um, because my mum, I think she had this book called Resurrection Dreams, and I oh. read it when I was about thirteen, fourteen, and mm. it was first of all, it's dirty. It was, it was very dirty. <laughs> very dead. There were very okay. dirty bits in it. And, oh, and it genuinely gave me nightmares, but I've got this terrible thing where if I start reading a book, I have to finish it. And there's only one book I've never finished, and it was Fifty Shades of Grey. And I read it because I was like, everyone else is reading it, so I'm going to read it. And I literally got 10 pages in and said, I can't do this to myself. Yeah. I'm binned it. See, like, I read the first yeah. True Board book, and then I had to go out and buy all of them. But it was lucky I got like a big set of them for like four quid in the works and they were yeah. shit but I had to read them <laughs> I read four in a day nah see right I used to be like that I used to be like okay if I've started a series then I'll finish it that sort of thing 
I've genuinely had two books in as many years that I have I've tried so hard to read them, and I just gave it up. And I thought I, I you know, I feel a lot better. Um, and the one, I think one of them was like the Fountainhead because I couldn't read it because it just it. I wanted to pull my teeth out <laughs> of it, and it was awful. And then one, which I'm sure is a great book because it won like Man Booker, but I just could not get into it for the life of me. And it was the Luminaries by uh, I want to say like Eleanor Kate, and I'd probably not. Yet, I mean, I need to do that. I need to stop reading books that don't hold my interest. But, hmm. um, yeah, so, and, you know, I think talking about Stephen King is a nice little leeway into the Mist TV show, which is also ah. coming out this year. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I don't know if it's got, uh, it, the trailer came out this week, and I confess I haven't seen the trailer yet. Um, mm. I saw the original movie back in 2007, and if you have not seen the Miss movie, prepared to want to kill yourself at the end of it. Yep. Because it's fucking depressing. Um, the Mist is about uh, a... A mist? A, a mist. It's about <laughs> a man and his son who get trapped in a shopping mall after a, when they go for supplies for a storm after... And then this huge mist rolls in. And it's it's a microcosm of society. We have uh, in the movie Marsh, Marcia Gay Harden who was fantastic as Mrs. Carmody. I have never... Oh, my God, I hated her. I hated her. She's this pious, preaching, Bible-bashing bitch in it. She is just like... So you've got, like, this... Everything's going to shit inside this shopping centre between all these people. But also, there are giant monsters outside. And that is never a good thing. Yeah. No, it's I went I went miles to see well not miles it's Liverpool's the size of a stamp but none of my like none of the cinemas I usually go to was showing the mist and I had to go down to it basically where I grew up to see it <laughs> I was watching it with my brother and it got to the end you know that very end bit and mm, I swear yeah. to God I threw my popcorn on the floor and I went come on we're leaving and it was ending <laughs> I mean it had ended anyway but I was so annoyed at it. It's mm, so, yep. and apparently um, it was directed by Frank Darabont, who did the Shawshank Redemption and the Green Mile, which are both King books. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. with you know without ghosts and spooky, spooky in it. Um, and everyone says like the Shawshank Redemption is one of their favorite movies, and I've never seen it. Um, oh, my mum loves it. She, oh, well, weirdly she loves that and the Green Mile, so she might just like Frank Darabont and not know it. So. Maybe, and I mean, uh, Frank Darabont actually changed the ending from the original book and Stephen King said he wished he'd thought of the end and Frank Darabont came on with it I won't spoil the ending in case it's the same as the TV show yeah Um, but I mean it's a bit I don't have a problem with like the mist being made into a TV show I know there's a Taken TV show um, yeah that's come out there was something else I noticed the other day Transporter TV show yes uh, oh god there's quite a few to be honest should I have mm. a quick google yeah uh, oh one thing I was going to say if we're talking just very quickly about like Stephen King and all that awesome stuff um, have you seen what Castle Rock is going to be because I'm stoked no, for Castle no. Rock right okay this is amazing so J.J. Abrams and Stephen King are working on a TV show on about Castle Rock Maine which is where a lot of his books are set 
every season is going to be different, but they're bringing characters in from each of the books to create new stories. Cool. I want to punch myself in the face, like with joy. (laughs) I was just like, oh my god, that sounds amazing. Because it's basically all of the characters who might not have worked in like other, and you get to like, it's like the ultimate crossover thing because they're there just going, like, right, okay, we'll pick characters from this, characters from that, and then just create an entire new storyline. And it happens to be based in this town. And I'm like, oh my god, that looks amazing. And they basically announced it a few weeks ago, and I'm. I mean, it's not happening until next year at the earliest, but I'm still very excited <laughs> about it. I was uh, very, I was very giddy. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, mm. Right, we had Limitless, which was based on. Oh yeah, the Bradley Cooper. Uh, movie. Limitless. That was a great movie. There's meant to be twelve mm. monkeys. Uh, there's the Omen prequel TV show called Damien, apparently in the works. School of Rock, which I think's like on the Disney Channel or something. We had a series of unfortunate events, which I really enjoyed. I've, do you know, I've only seen like half an episode. That I think the Damien show actually is cancelled. Um, oh my god, I'll tell you what I did love. And it is like an adaptation. It's uh, The Exorcist. The TV oh, I show. haven't seen that! It uh, is brilliant. I haven't it's seen so good. Ash vs. the Evil Dead either. Um, uh, see, I didn't really watch them a lot, so it doesn't mean a lot. I mean, I've heard from people who watch it that they say, "Oh, yeah, it's really good." So there's meant to be a Lost Boys one coming out. I, I, it's not what I was thinking. Of. Oh. Snatch! That was it. Snatch! That's what I saw the other day advertised. Snatch! Oh, I fucking love that movie. That was great. But uh, yeah, so, yeah. It was meant to be a Tremors one coming out. Uh, I don't remember Tremors. Ah, uh, Tremors. Tremors. I, mean, I watched that with my nan when I shouldn't have been watching it with my nan. <laughs> uh, she has a lot to answer for. Yeah, and was, <laughs> so um, yeah, so the point and training day that was that's another one. So yeah, there's been a lot of like, oh my god, yeah, TV shows come out based on movies, and obviously Westworld was one of them and things like that. Lethal Weapon. Le- Sorry, I oh yes, oh, God, it's a good job you're here. <laughs> um, I'm just going through them in my head. I'm like, so right, I okay. mean, I don't understand the, I don't understand the reasoning besides money. To, yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure how. It's, is it? I think it'll work if it's like six episodes, but that's a stretch because I, I don't think the book's very big. I believe, isn't it? It's the Mister Short Story. Why have I, I've got it into my head that the Mister Short Story now? Hang on. Should have done this before we came on, but I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was literally asleep. <laughs> right, let's have a look. I've, the Mist, uh, a horror novella, so it is a short story. Basically, yeah. it's not a full length yeah. thing. So no, it's, it's like it's 150. Yeah. So how they're going to stretch that out into a TV show is beyond me. Um, but see, yeah, but, I mean they I will mean, obviously because dollar dollar. I mean it'll be well, interesting, but yeah, well, it was a bit like when they did Under the Dome, <laughs> and like I watched the first season and it was it was great. It had nothing to do with the book. The premise was the same, but from the first episode, they did their own thing basically. Um, but and, you know, and I watched the first episode of series two, which was written by Stephen King, and it just kind of took everything off the wheels a bit. And I was like, "Oh, now I'm all right now," because <laughs> it's like if you want a book adaptation, then that's great. But that it was weird because it was selling itself as like, "Oh, it's a proper, proper faithful adaptation," and it had nothing to do with it. Yeah. So it was just a bit. <laughs> uh, I mean. <sighs> 
I'm assuming the mist will be out like it'll be some it'll be if it's like the strain because the strain is also based on Guillermo del Toro's book the strain yeah I, I, I read the book I read the first one really but I know there's yeah, three yeah. of them um, I'm assuming like the mist will fit into that hole like you know the summer when everything else is kind of finished ah <gasps> uh, yeah yeah but we'll see um, so you know Stephen King let's move away from Stephen King trying to take over the world <laughs> Um, and on to something I am super excited for, and that is Neil Gaiman's American Gods. Ah! Right, Neil Gaiman's American Gods. Oh my god! I once again with the book I bought when I was in hospital. Uh, Neil Gaiman writes the most beautiful modern, dark, twisted fairy tales. Basically, he is mm. he is the Brothers Grimm for the twenty first century and for adults, and he does write children's yeah. books as well. American Gods is about Shadow Moon, who's let out of prison early because his wife has passed away. And on his way home, he runs into Mr. Wednesday. And Mr. Wednesday takes him on this fucking LSD-fueled, nightmarish quest in his, to basically get Shadow to help him um, in the war between the old gods and the new gods. I am so, so excited for this. The cast yeah. seems amazing it's it's 30th of april it starts i just oh my god i can't <laughs> wait and the book is like i there was points reading this book where i felt like i haven't got a clue what is going on but i love it <laughs> it's yeah. just, oh it's and it's another it's a big book it's another one of it but it's there's a lot more to take in than say it because there's a lot of like i don't know we just this is like a love letter to neil gaiman now <laughs> yeah he paints such beautiful pictures with his words neil gaiman baby you too I'll, I'll buy you Coraline. we'll be Coraline. Yeah. you'll like Coraline. i promise mm-hmm. Coraline, it's awesome it's a movie as well maybe we'll watch the movie tomorrow yeah. um i'm in work tomorrow so he's <laughs> oh, it's just i can't wait for this and i believe ricky whittle who's shadow moon i know he was in the 100 but then he used to be used to be in hollyoaks i think yeah, he so, used to play Calvin in all Bit of notes. British talent in there. It's got um, Emily Browning in, who I kind of love. I love. Crispin Glover, who has not aged in a really mm-hmm. long time. Cloris Leachman's in it. <laughs> She's got a funny name. Gillian uh, Anderson is in it. Yep. Orlando Jones as Mr. Nancy. Dane Cook. Keystone... Kristen Chenoweth. Ch- Chenoweth. Ch- Have you seen that today... She's just, I've seen the character art for Easter and I just can't imagine anyone else in that role besides her. Um, I can't wait for this. I'm so excited for American Gods. And mm. it's it's only six episodes. So, so yeah. There's going to be a lot then. And David yeah. Slade's directing the first one and I swear he did 30 Days a Night. Um, oh. Which I enjoyed. And Brian Fuller's involved and he's be he was involved in pushing daisies as well which is where he knows Kristen chenoweth from yes and um gaiman has been involved in this like the entire time and Mm. i know uh stardust was obviously adapted for film oh i like Stardust. i haven't seen it but but Coraline was adapted as well i think i was having the baby back then so he does he's he's quite um it's he's like i said it's not just he doesn't just write for adults but he is such a a weaver of stories. He pulls you into yeah. this world. I read The Ocean at the End of the Lane. 
Oh yeah. That is a beautiful book. Oh, it's so it's just there's not I can't describe how he writes because he just writes in a way that's just it's him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I mean because yeah. I've not read American Gods, but I'm very excited for the show and I will read American Gods as well. But I've been a Neil Gaiman fan for a few years now because I basically fell in love with um, not really the Sandman series of comics, but basically there's a character in it called Death, and she's this perky, she's the perky incarnation of Death, but she's like a perky goth girl. And she's very sweet and she's very compassionate. And I was just like, oh, that's that's awesome. So, and then with Neil Gaiman, I think you are right in that he does write this kind of very dark, very kind of twisted stuff. But then equally, I think he's got, he's got like a big heart. I think he's quite romantic. And yeah. he's quite idealistic in some sense. Like there's one, he did like a, something called like a calendar of tales where he did, he wrote one short story based on the month and everything and there's one called October Tale which I swear to this day is the most sweetest, most romantic loveliest kind of short story that's also supernatural that I've ever I've, I've, I've ever read. Every time I read it it's basically I feel like the Grinch and my heart keeps expanding it's so, it's so nice, I've got a huge amount of respect for him um and yeah, it is a bit of a love. That's <laughs> yeah. a bit of a love letter to him. He writes. But I do like. Yeah, he love. writes a lot of short story collections. I read Trigger yeah. Warning. I read Neverwhere. Yes, I've read. Yeah, I've uh, read there Trigger was another Warning. one. I read the paper cover. What was the one with the paper cover? Whatever. Because my shitty library. That's all they've got. Um, yeah. And I read Good Omens last year. <gasps> oh my god, Good Omens! That's uh, so good. Which was awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm. I have every faith that this will be excellent, and I am yeah. so hyped for this, and I genuinely just just can't wait. So, um, yeah, that's American Gods, thirtieth yep, April. Um, the book is available on certain <laughs> online retailers for about six pounds. So, if you fancy reading the book yeah. before, because some people like to read the book before they see the thing, get it now. Honestly, it's it's if you like yeah. dark, twisted fantasy, gaming's the way to go. Yeah. Um. So let's look a bit into the future now with another book adaptation. Uh, Ernest Klein's Ready Player One um, is being turned into a movie by none other than Mr. Steven Spielberg. Um, It is the story of Wade who is immersed in this mega world of Oasis which is basically how everyone lives their lives now. Um, And he is a massive basically he's us he's our generation <laughs> and he's obsessed with all these games and when the creator of this world dies he basically releases a video and says find my egg and you'll find you'll you'll be you'll get my fortune so wade starts on the first clue to find this egg which is he got keys in and it's just it's basically it's like willy wonka's chocolate factory mm for like nerds um the book i got free with a loot crate a oh, while ago cool. um and read half of it in one night and i think i was actually talking to you this night chris because i put it up that i was reading it and you're like you'll love yeah. this and then put it down yeah. and pick it up again for six months really and, oh wow yeah i i enjoyed this book but i kind of got the sense of points that it wasn't written for 
maybe written for a slightly younger audience than me and i don't know if just that's just the writing style um i didn't like the romance aspect you don't have to put romance in fucking everything <laughs> it's boring but i it's one of those dystopian future types isn't it like minority report yeah. and yeah. um i think i think steven spielberg will do a fucking boss job of it though because oh, yeah. the world oh, yeah. is the one thing he does do really well in the book is and to something i really enjoy when i'm reading book tell me about the world if the, if you're giving me mm. a brand new world or it's in the future i want to know what people are eating what's the weather like what does everyone wear these days what's on the tv have we got tv what do kids learn at school what happens between now and then like i need to know everything and i think he does a really good job at building this world yeah and not just the world not just oasis but the world outside of oasis like the fact you know wade tells you his life story and like what's it called with the stacks the trailers and things like that yeah um, oh my god! Yeah. So there's no trailer, but I'm assuming we'll get a Comic Con trailer if the yeah. if the it's meant to come out next year. We'll get a Comic Con yeah, trailer. Yeah, it was supposed to be the end of this year, but they've moved it back a bit. So yeah, I reckon it'll be like February, March next year. Yeah, there's not much Maybe. online. There's a couple of pictures. I'm looking now. There's a couple of pictures online, but not not. In, like major or not do you know what i mean mm, yeah um so not not an awful lot to be really i mean simon pegg's in it so there's yeah your, there's your nerd cred right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know i don't know i mean like i said the book it wasn't my favorite thing but i mean what 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 do you what did you think about the chris so I, because it came out I think like 2013 somewhere, I basically bought it in an airport, um, like a debate Smith's, because there was like an offer on, and I'd heard good things about it, so I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll buy it, that sort of thing. And weirdly, I bought it with um, The Circle, which is another book adaptation that's coming out in, I think it's in like a month's time or something. Um, but no, so I I read it in like a four hour sitting on the beach because I'm quite a fast reader and I can kind of speed read a bit. Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed it and I passed it along to kind of like my nerdy friends and they passed it along and all that sort of thing. Um, and it's, it's all right. I agree with the romance aspect. It wasn't really needed. You know, get, men and women can be friends without there being a romance aspect to it. Um, the... I, I think I look upon it favourably because I last year I read his sequel or not sequel but like his next book which was called Armada mm. and it is awful is it? I feel it's oh, I, it's not like it, it, it's because it's basically a weird dystopian kind of like wet dream basically it's just it's basically about a kid who discovers that because he's really good at playing video games, he's been called up to fight an army of aliens, which is Isn't that the like... plot of Pixels? Yeah, right, it's basically Pixels, but the... it's just... It, they they shoehorn an unnecessary romance in it. Mm. They do the same old thing, which is like, oh my god, this one, you know, white child, oh, they're clearly, the, you know, the saviour of the planet and everything. And it's just, it's boring. It is a boring book. And there's some I've like s- fa- oh no, sorry. I've seen that on um 
it's in Waterstones, and I've nearly picked it up a few times because I was uh-huh. a, not 100% behind Ready Player One. I um I have played, but and, but you know what? I really like the title of this Ready Player One. It's just it's so it's just a cool title. Yeah. This, oh, is, yeah, my, this like, is my yeah. Uh, this is my problem with books, right? <laughs> I because I have to finish a book. I hate it when I buy a book and it's shit. And I should yeah. just go to the library, but mm. I don't just like picking books up. So I tend to like I'll Google like best horror books of the last couple of years. And mm-hmm. the last four I've bought, I have not enjoyed. I bought Birdsong, which got really high reviews. I think it was Birdsong. Didn't like that. I got mm-hmm. Nod, which uh, was all right, but it wasn't as good. I think it won a fucking prize. I bought Head Full of Ghosts, which I enjoyed, but wasn't 100% great. And I bought yeah. Disappearance of Devil's Rock, which was all right, but not great. So there's been a really long time since I properly enjoyed a book. So... Yeah, I, I, I like to go on recommendations. What people have yeah. read. I mean, I don't. I've been doing this whole Con Mari thing lately, where you know, oh, only yeah. keep it if it sparks joy. So my mm-hmm. book collection used to be huge, and I've managed to whittle it down because I used to keep things even if I didn't like them. So I've got no problem buying a book, and if I don't like it, giving it to charity. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. But it's just I. I'm so short on recommendations of good horror to read. Fantasy mm. is not really my thing. It's not my jam. Yeah. Okay. That's fair but, enough. So if anyone's listening and you've got any recommendations of horror books, please let Chris know and Chris will tell me on Twitter. Yeah. A higher boy. Oh, good, yeah. Good. I'm always boy. in the look for a good horror thing as well. But yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, let's let's move on to actual books <laughs> um, instead of book attestations because I'm moaning about it. The last, and this is my pick for unadapted thing, and I'm just going to Google it because there was rumours that Ridley Scott was going to adapt this. Hmm. Hang on. Right. Um, so, my pick... Oh, it's landed a pile of pickup. Well, fuck you, Emma. Right. Okay, <laughs> so my pick as I Right, okay, never mind. My pick was The Passage by Justin Cronin, which is a vampire book. Ah. and it is uh, it starts with Amy Amy no last name who um, get the backstory of her mother and it um, basically found out how her mother's life fell apart after teenage pregnancy and how she does the best to look after Amy and one night when she's hooking she kills a guy and drops Amy off in a convent and then we get to get, get the story gets split up then and this book it's not that long, but it's split between now and a hundred years in the future, after the vampire plague. There's also and the passage it goes on to the twelve and city of mirrors, which I haven't read, but my mum spoiled the end of it for me. This was going to be my pick to be adaptation adapted into a TV show. It's already being adapted into a TV show. Ah, uh, I heard a couple of years ago that Ridley Scott was interested in it. It turns out that uh, executive producer Matt Reeves of Cloverfield Notoriety is—it's uh, been picked up by Fox. <laughs> well, fuck you, Emma. Fair enough. Ah, bollocks! I'm fuming now. Yeah, Rid- <laughs> oh, Ridley Scott, uh, Scott Free, and David W. Zucker, Cronin will co-produce. Ah, fuck off. You go, Chris. <laughs> your turn um okay um 
Yeah, so I've been reading a lot of young adult recently because it's quite fun. Um, so there's a couple of series which I think are quite, they're quite different, they're quite fun. Um, I don't know how well they do, there's one that would kind of work as a TV show, like a mini series sort of thing. Um, and then there's another I'd quite like to see as like a pair of films. So the first, the ones I'd quite like to see as films, it's, um, it's the Passenger Duology, which basically just means two books, by Alexandra Bracken. And it's, it's, it is awesome and I would like to see it. So it's basically about a girl named Etta Spencer in modern day New York who discover, who discovers accidentally, um, when her family is attacked and, you know, a family friend is murdered and everything, that she's a time traveller. So she gets sent back to, I think it's 1700-something. She wakes up on, um, a shipping, on a, a shipping vessel um, and it's then that she discovers she's part of this wider kind of plot and everything. So there's a lot of, like, time jumping. It's very kind of Doctor Who quantum leap sort of stuff and there's a big romance and then I, I haven't actually read the second book yet when I go on holiday in a couple of weeks I'm taking that with me to finish it off but I thought, always thought that would be, it, it's got that kind of ci- cinematic scope to it that I thought would be quite nice and the fact that you can you know jump in and around different parts of the world and have a kind of diverse cast and interesting storyline and everything um, I always thought would be quite cool uh, and then the one for the TV show is it's the Lunar Chronicles, which I don't know if anyone's heard of. It's basically like modern, well, not modern, but they're kind of like future dystopian, dark retellings of fairy tales. Oh, cool! So there's like, so it's bit there's four of them, and it's like each corresponds to a different, you know, in quotation marks, princess. So the first one is like Cinderella, and Cin- Cinderella is a a Chinese android. <laughs> who works as a mechanic for her, like, you know, step move and everything. Um, and so, <laughs> when she goes to the ball, it isn't a slipper, she loses her leg. <laughs> it's brilliant, it's so good. But it is part of this really dark kind of conspiracy. Um, and so then the second one, there's um, uh, Little Red Riding Hood. And the third one, it's, you know, Rapunzel. And Rapunzel is basically trapped in a satellite hovering above everybody so she's like this kind of imprisoned hacker and then the fourth one is Snow White and it's these great twists on kind of pre-existing stories so I think you know if you give if you just like threw money at it and turned it into like a limited say say like a 13 episode 10-13 episode miniseries to cover the whole thing because it all happens roughly about the same time chronologically I'd love to see that that'd be awesome because it I could see it being a bit like um, it's not really like it but in the same way that Big Little Lies um, which is another book adaptation that's happened and it's got a lot of very kind of maybe not strong female characters but they've got kind of very real and very defined and interesting characters it's got that sort of thing and I'd be very interested in seeing it plus there's explosions and guns and stuff so that's 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 the key to my heart is basically give me four heroines each of who can beat the shit out of people and tell them to go save the world and I'm like great I will watch this for the rest of my life thank you very much well you picked two so I'm going to pretend one of them was mine this is what happens when you don't do your research kids Um, I just love that. I just sorry. I just love the idea that you were like, "Damn it, they're turning this book I like into a show." Fuck. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you, like Ridley getting... Scott. Yeah, it's like when you I found out once again. Oh, uh, it's like when I found out that um, 
Runaways, which is my favourite Marvel like comic. I love Runaways, it's amazing. And I found out that the Hulu show was happening and a massive part of me was very excited and then uh, <laughs> I swear to God, a second part of me was like, oh, but if, it, if, if, it's, if it's not good, then I'm just going to be angry that they didn't let me do it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> in my own head. Like, I just missed out on the job. I get like, like that. Like, <laughs> I remember, I think it was about three years ago now, when the it was the big Marvel Expo, when they were saying, we're going to do Captain Marvel. And I remember putting on Facebook, I have three years to get in shape, like, for to be Miss Marvel. <laughs> and then when Brie Larson got cast, I was like, damn it like this close emma this close yeah. like i hadn't been in the gym once in that whole time but i was just like like i personally like just like they said emma you were great and everything but we're gonna go another direction like i'm not uh, qualified to play miss marvel you know what i mean see i'm captain marvel. see i'm convinced that like you know when they announced the new doctor who, like they've started televising it where they yeah. go ah the new doctor who is and they do whatever um i'm secretly convinced that everyone who watches it is waiting for the moment when they just announce your name <laughs> that you're not in the studio. Imagine! And you're just like, oh, me? What a surprise! Imagine that. I just, I don't want them to announce that. I just would rather watch it and just not know. But we will know because people can't hold their own piss. I know, um, I know. But to be fair, if it's the person who they're saying it is, I don't think it's them. And if they are, I'm a I, I won't like hate it. It's but, not Chris um, Marshall, is it? That's is that the rumor? That's that's the rumor. But, but then I'm just like, there was uh... a woman who works on Doctor Who. She was on the right stuff, and she said it's not going to be a white man. Oh thank. And God. then my dad was Thrilled. like, oh, it's going to be that guy who does, uh, as my dad called that one who does that. Uh, what did he call? Wow, what's it called? Lu- oh, Idris Elba. What's it? I love Idris Elba but he, yeah he's, he's, he's too, too big, big. it's like we're saying oh he's going to be Bond I'm like he's not he's not going to be Bond They'll he go doesn't woman. need to be Bond he's already Bond well it's not that but they're going to go with someone who's like a bit more unknown really they're going to go yeah. with, I don't know who knows maybe, but... maybe it'll be you Chris maybe it'll be Bond <laughs> you should be, just, I'm just like this is the secret I've been holding in for months. You know, if you if you get cast as James Bond, you have to reveal it exclusively on the podcast because think of all the listeners. <laughs> think of that the podcast like, and don't. Imagine the podcast afterward just going like, well, thank you. We have jumped up from several hundred viewers to <laughs> seven million. So hello. We were like number eight thousand on the iTunes chart last week, and now we're number one. <laughs> yes, and that we're actually in a position but above number one. <laughs> I always like imagine right in my head you know when I win my Oscar that like yeah. the, like the podcast will get really famous because I'll be an Oscar winner because <laughs> I'm doing so much Oscar work at the minute I'm doing so much film work I'm not going to win an Oscar I hope I'll meet you. I might oh, anyway, I'm, 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 yes. anyway. <laughs> so that was episode 2 of North yeah. by Nerd West Chris tell the people where they can find you uh, they can find me on Twitter at higher underscore boy. As usual, I'll just be talking about stuff I like and occasionally retweeting anti-Trump stuff. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find the show at um. Oh my god, I forgot the name of it then. Oh my North god. by Nerd West. <laughs> um, you know we don't have we do have an email address, but if you want to just shoot us a message or a tweet. Um, with any book recommendations or anything nerdy you think that we should talk about in the next episode um, 
then please do. We'll be more than happy to basically <laughs> react to anything. As long as it's nice. If you start sending us, like, rubbish, then we'll just start ignoring you. So. That is true. Um, I'm not on Twitter anymore. I deleted it because I'm a hipster. Um, you can email me at deadmeathorror or one word at gmail.com if you want, like, or just tweet Chris, and Chris will tell me. Um, yeah. Well, um, yeah, so we've been North by Nerdwashed. You've been fantastic. Bye. Bye. Bye.